Diaspora find their homes in the most outlandish and far-fetched lands. In the 1850s, the Jewish population of New York was 16,000, equaling up to just under 5%, similar to the African-American population following the abolition of slavery, which was just under 1% of the total population. With New York being a part of multiculturalism, these were two of many cultures just starting a new life in America. With the fostering of these communities, New York greatly benefited from it in all aspects. The early families that moved there, whether it was from the Netherlands or from the plantations in the South, made their own while continuing on traditions from their culture. What was a foreign land for Jewish people two centuries ago now has 29 parks named after Jewish icons in Manhattan alone. Jay-Z, Notorious B.I.G., Nas and ASAP Mob are just a few credible names that increased New York's reputation on a global level. Fostering these communities and creating a city with their culture instead of around it is arguably what makes New York the cultural hub that it is today. And the same can be said about Pacifica communities in New Zealand. We are yet to see a hundred years of their diaspora in New Zealand, but we are seeing the culture flow in South Auckland, in Porirua, and wherever else Pacifica are in New Zealand. While our struggles are normally all that makes the news, hardship also brings us even closer together no matter where we are. Hi. I'm Lourdes Vano, a writer in season 3, and I have not had enough tea today. I've kicked the boys out of the studio for this one, because I feel like they, they can they can have it back later. You, you can just listen to me for 30 minutes, or less. Without further ado, let's unpack. When COVID-19 hit, most people could find some comfort in hearing from our Prime Minister and Dr. Bloomfield every afternoon. Unfortunately, this way of communicating didn't land with a lot of our Pacifica whānau, mostly in South Auckland. The language and formatting for a lot of those announcements could feel really foreign to a lot of our whānau, and a lot of them didn't actually have access to it every single day. But doing what brown people do, Pacifica took it into their own hands to equip and support Pacifica communities with meaningful information and Pacifica stories. That is taken from the PAC-19 website, we're about to tell you a little bit more about them, as well as providing COVID-19 safety videos, food packages, and COVID testing centres, PAC-19 also ran interviews and breakdown videos during the general election last year. They connected their local candidates with their constituents, and really added to some of that work to bridge the gap between people who are politically engaged, not privileged enough to be politically engaged, and the people who are disproportionately affected by politics, who often don't have enough time to worry about what's going on. PAC-19, now funded partially by the Ministry of Social Development and the Ministry of Pacific Peoples, is one example of how Pacifica really pulled through for each other last year. Volunteers from different churches, schools and groups got together and did what we do best. Provide what we can and share what we have. (sighs) Okay, this first article is from 2020, uh, New Zealand Herald, and they interviewed Jennifer Lolala, a court reporter who urges our Prime Minister and government to do something about the gender-ethnicity pay gap, which is obviously super important. Surprise, it came out of New Zealand Herald. Love some intersectional critical analysis. Uh, just ple- pleasantly surprised, if anything. Our first comment is from Chris, who says, "What happened to getting things based on merit, um, and get paid what 
you're worth. Uh, just a, just some just some small corrections there, Chris. Um, paid not not quite correct. I would have used paid, um, and that your worth was uh, y o u r. I would have added um, a apostrophe r e instead of that r, but that's fine. We are all living and learning. Um, anyways, back to the content of what you said. Uh, as it's famously been said, um, if getting paid based on merit and how important your work is, nurses, teachers, Pacifica Māori and mothers would be our billionaires. Not not the lads we've got at the moment. Pacifica peoples do thousands of hours of work a week, especially Pacifica women. This article goes on to talk about a treasury report they also did last year that found that Pacifica living in the diaspora here in Aotearoa do about 27,000 hours of volunteer work a week. They also suggest that it's probably a much higher amount in reality because our duty to our communities is not something we would put on official documents and surveys. And our next comment is from Courtney, who says, Can she, Jacinda Ardern, um, deal with overpriced housing first? I reckon we should take an ad break here. You're listening to an episode from Unpack's Coffee Break series. In this series, we dissect topics that may not make the cut for a full episode. If you're listening to this, we decided to share this one on public listening platforms, but we've got so many more waiting for you if you become a patron. Now, Patreon gives you access to other Coffee Break episodes, Instagram Q&As, cheaper merchandise, a Good Morning series where we touch on more of our personal lives, and so much more. Membership starts at less than $2 a month, and you can head to our website, unpacknz.com, to find out more. But for now, I'll let you get back to the episode. Awesome. Before the break, we spoke about Courtney's comment, can she deal with overpriced housing first? Kia ora, Courtney. Unfortunately, that's not going to work that way. Um, Solving one thing at a time would be ideal, I agree. Um, But all of our issues are linked. (laughs) Not only are Pacifica disproportionately affected by our economic system, but we are also affected, like many New Zealanders, by our overpriced houses. Not only can we not afford healthy houses for our whānau, but they aren't built for us either. Our family units aren't normally your typical nuclear family, um, and by typical I mean Western, um, that houses and cars and movie vouchers are made for. It'd be great if we could just make houses more accessible and more affordable for everybody, Um, but we can't do that without looking at the many, many, many other issues that we're facing at the same time. Let's just go back a little bit um, and talk about the Pacifica family structure, especially in terms of housing here. A lot of our families have quite a few more children than your Western nuclear family, um, and normally more than just the two generations. So you might be living with your nana or some of your uncles. Um, it's it's a lot bigger um, than the mum, dad, brother, sister type. And I find this a lot better, especially in terms of well-being. A lot of indigenous methods of well-being are founded in Fano, And Fano doesn't mean extended family. It doesn't mean immediate family it just means whānau it means whoever you consider to be your whānau could be your uncle your auntie your cousins whanaunga whoever Um, and this also means that you're more connected to the people around you we are a herd species we love being around each other Um, and also living with older generations help you learn a lot more from them um, and stay connected to your roots and stay connected to your whānau that might be back home which is really important for us here in the diaspora 
um, being so far away from our islands. Absolutely need that connection and it's really important to a lot of us and our well-being. So here we have this beautiful, sustainable, multi-generational family unit um, but a lot of our houses aren't built that way, meaning that a lot of them are only three or four bedrooms, um, meaning that a lot of us share rooms, which isn't always a bad thing. I am someone who sometimes needs my own space, and I can imagine it's the same for a lot of other people and people listening. You have to get a Patreon if you can relate to that. Is that allowed? Who who knows? There no Get Patreon for your friends. If you can relate to needing your own space. Kai can edit that out. Anyways, as I was saying, a lot of these houses aren't even built for us. A lot of our elderly can't walk upstairs. Though a lot of the new state houses are only your standard three, four maybe bedroom. But they're also two story. And a lot of them aren't insulated properly. And a lot of them are too expensive. So it's just this sort of catch-22 at the moment. Um, of all of us having multiple jobs and not being able to afford rent, let alone proper housing that can actually keep us good and healthy. And all of that will provide context for this next article. This article is from RNZ talking about how Pacifica don't appreciate the mahi they do being called unpaid mahi. They do is for each other and it's out of love and it isn't only valuable because of how much it would cost. Journalist Teresa Cowie writes... To Pacifica calling service to their family and community, unpaid work, with quotation marks, um, around unpaid work, implies a certain amount of burden that they don't feel. Um, and you can, you can, well maybe you can't imagine what sort of comments that this, this uh, article got, but I am about to tell you. And we open with a banger from Rowan, who says, perhaps that is the problem with Pacifica people. They don't seem to strive to earn a decent living, relying instead on the state and the rest of the community for their needs. Unfortunately, the island lifestyle does not work that well in a society like New Zealand, which expects a high degree of self-reliance tinged with a reasonable amount of ambition. <sighs> okay, okay, wait, no, wait, no, it's fine, it's okay. You are my problem, Rowan. We have lived like this before your stupid industrial revolution and the succubi capitalist pyramid scheme that is manipulated by the same five old men that breaks down every few years and will live like this long after you. And the stupid system is gone. Your attitude and the system is on the way out, Rowan. Get it together. Hey. Hey, Tabby and I were just, um, just reading over the script. Great, great script, by the way. Just wanted to check in and also, you know, just um, remind you that, you know, you don't you don't have to get heated over any of these comments. I see there's some fiery ones from someone named Randall. Um, you know, just just keep to the script in the true unpack way. Just teach them a listen. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be outside when you're done. All right, we'll leave you to it. Hey, Rowan, Rowan. Uh, not going to lie, don't love the tone that you're using. Perhaps that is the problem with the systems we live in that don't actually allow you to look after one another and be financially stable. That That's my critique. I understand you may not have that same one. As we've seen resurface a lot more during this year's level four lockdown, is just straight up, not, it's just not true. It's just not true. And it's based off really old racism tactics, not even original, it's old, used by politicians to villainize brown people. And this is done all over the world. 
Um, and as said in the article, which I'm not really sure Rowan actually read now reading their comment, um, Pacifica are doing what they can for the community and for their families. Um, if anything about our current system is worth saving, then we wouldn't have to volunteer to do that. And there is an absolutely beautiful uh, example from the same article about Papa Toe Toe Dad Taylor Ayono, um, who keeps his family of six together um, and gave up his career as a public servant to care for his son Taylor, who was 13 and profoundly deaf, um, who has some learning and physical difficulties. That meant that his wife, Sina, um, another senior public servant, um, could work um, and their three other children could head off to high school. And it's just that's it's just a beautiful story and I would really recommend you go and find this article. But, like, Rowan, you can't read this and tell me that's not worth doing. Like, that's work that matters and it's only one example of the choices that Pacifica make all the time for our whanau and all choices we would make again. It's our economic system that needs to recognise that. It's not us who need to change what work we're doing. All of, like Nearly everything that we do is important, if not all. I would recommend maybe we review some things, review what's, what's wrong here. Um, and Pacifica have always gone above and beyond for each other and for Aotearoa. After being brought here for cheap labour under the promise of a better future for our children, removing us from our homes without warning and respect, it adds insult to injury. Apologising for the wrong this country has committed via the dawn raids is a start, but it has wronged so many communities and it has wronged its indigenous people. On August 29th this year, 2021, modern day, current day, so-called post-colonial times and post-apology for the dawn raids, you may have already seen this actually, one news reported on the Bay of Plenty District Health Board telling a Pacifica family that they are required to provide their passports to get their vaccine. The reasoning was that this DHB wanted to check if they were seasonal workers. This was reported as reminiscent to the Dawn Raids era, uh, telling us how similar the situation is to back then. This counts as behaviour, I believe, was apologised for, um, but it's still happening. Um, and this country needs to learn how to be what it says it is. We are not diverse if we are simply asking people to assimilate and amalgamate. Like, this is just the same, same, same stuff happening everywhere. Like, this is just what's been reported on as well. We're not sure, or frankly, we're not surprised by this behaviour. Anyways, if you enjoyed this, subscribe to Patreon. If you're already on Patreon, subscribe to Patreon for somebody else. Anyways, this has been Lord Dez. Thank you for listening to my coffee break and kakite until next time.